Welcome to Courtside, everyone, a discussion of the post-election litigation brought by Donald Trump. It is day 61 after the election, and we have two huge events to talk about. One is Representative Louis Gomer. This pathetic lawsuit brought by this constitutional fool, as you know, has argued that Pence must declare Trump the winner. And we've talked about how nuts this suit is. That our founders, you know, it claims that our founders didn't actually establish a democracy and it is up to the sitting vice president to decide who the next vice president and the president will be. Um, that is, to put it mildly, absurd. And as I said yesterday, this case got thrown out of the trial court super fast. Like they literally filed their last brief and a few hours later, the trial judge threw it out. But I couldn't have predicted this. The federal court of appeals threw it out yesterday too. And this is the very conservative Court of Appeals, the Fifth Circuit, uh, the federal court. And I've been involved in thousands of federal cases. I don't believe I've ever seen a lawsuit get thrown out of the Court of Appeals more quickly than this one. I mean, seriously, I think it's a world record. This joke of a lawsuit at this point should be over. Representative Gomert, of course, might try and appeal to the United States Supreme Court, but I have better chances, I think, of being cast in the Broadway revival of the play Rent uh, than, as the lead than uh, Gomert has of winning this case in the United States Supreme Court. The other big news is, of course, the Trump tapes. Now, since the election was called in favor of President-elect Joe Biden, um, you know, I think again and again, Mr. Trump has shown that He's willing to foment any sort of doubts about the election, you know, even though dozens of federal and state courts have said to the contrary, his own FBI says to the contrary, his own attorney general, Bill Barr says to the contrary. Um, but behind closed doors and in open ones, he's trying to do all sorts of things, including at one point trying to enlist the help of the military to keep him in power. And now, of course, tonight there's breaking news. As everyone knows now, Mr. Trump tried to convince Georgia Secretary of State Brad Rassenberger to change the outcome of the election. Quote, so look, he says over the phone, like he's about to make an offer that can't be refused. I just want to find 11,780 votes. That's a quote. Here's another one. We won this state, he said, even though, of course, he didn't. And in a democracy, by the way, you don't go and like find votes. What is that? You count them. And you don't go looking for the precise number of votes that is going to flip the election to your side, 11,780. You go looking for the truth. And most strikingly in this phone call, Donald Trump threatened the Georgia officials with criminal prosecution if they didn't comply, saying leaving these votes, vote counts intact, would be a, quote, big risk. I think it's time for Donald Trump to make a perfect and beautiful phone call to a therapist. There's only one response to this, and it's given by, yes, the guy who wrote Rent, Jonathan Larson. 11,780 ballots, 11,780 ballots, so dear. 11,780 ballots. How do you measure measure Trump's fear in Georgia, in Arizona, in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, in New York, California, Delaware totes. 
in 11,780 ballots. How do you measure 306 electoral votes? How about loser? How about loser? <laughs> How about loser? Measuring votes. Seasons of impeachment. Seasons of criminal investigation. Okay. Um, <laughs> in reality, there are both criminal consequences from today's tapes and potential impeachment. And you really got to wonder, what was Donald Trump's plan here? Was he going to go knocking state by state like the world's only mob-affiliated Girl Scouts scrounging up votes? So first of all, with respect to impeachment, it is potentially a high crime and misdemeanor. It is the abuse of power in the same way as with Ukraine, where Trump was trying to use his presidential powers to bully a foreign Adverse, a foreign government into doing his bidding on the re-election. Now he's trying to do the same thing, bullying a state official, domestic counterpart. But it's the same basic thing. Uh, and so, you know, there will be, I think, calls for impeachment as a result of this. And then second, it's potentially criminal at both the federal and state level. There's a federal statute, 52 U.S.C. 20511, which makes it a crime for anyone in a federal election to interfere with state processes. And there are also similar crimes in Georgia itself. So this is likely to be a true law enforcement investigation run by both federal and state authorities. And while President Trump's Justice Department has stymied any investigation into him for the last four years, that's all ending in 17 days. And so it is perfectly appropriate to imagine that the Justice Department, frankly, even now, but certainly by January 20th, will open that criminal investigation. And what are they going to do? They're going to actually interview the people who were working with Trump in that phone call nearby in subsequent conversations and prior conversations and the like. Some of them were attorneys, but attorneys are not protected by the crime fraud exception. So if a crime was uh, ongoing with attorneys, then the federal government and the state investigators can all investigate and find out what actually happened. So look, Donald Trump often says the quiet part out loud. But in this case, it's looking much more like he dumpstered the loud part out and decided to scream bloody murder. And I know we're all sick of Trump at this point. And the last thing we want is to have to think about him after January 20th. But the potential impeachment and the gravity of the offenses tonight suggests to me that we may just have to keep thinking about him a little bit longer because our founders did say you can impeach someone out of office in order to disqualify them from holding office again. So that's courtside for tonight. Again, nothing that has concerned me, nothing that's happened either today or in the past week or in the past weeks tells me anything different than this. It is a 100% certainty that Joe Biden will be the president on January 20th. Trump and his crazy comrades will try and undermine our system in the interim but they will fail as they must.